know what it's like to be tired only shell of yourself you start to believe you don't have what it takes cause it's all you can do just to move much less finish the race but don't forget what lies ahead almost home brother it won't be long soon all your burdens will be gone with all your strength sister run wild run free hold up your head keep pressing on we are almost home well this road will be hard but we win in the end simply because of jesus in us it's not if but when so take joy in the journey even when it feels long find strength in each step knowing heaven is cheering you on almost home brother it won't be long soon all your burdens will be gone with all your strength sister run wild run free hold up your head keep pressing on we are almost home almost home almost home almost home we are almost home that's good news thank god for that we get disappointed and we are desperate for help at times a lot of times we realize we can't do it on our own we fall a lot of times flat on our face we realize that we fall short and we get overwhelmed and then we realize you know I've got nowhere to look but up and sometimes the Lord will do that to us he'll get us flat on our back get our attention sometimes and the good news is we can look up and we can trust and and uh, we can just keep pressing on in Jesus name and there's no other uh, reason that can compare to pressing on in Jesus name and there's no other honor and privilege than to live our life pressing on each and every day in Jesus' name. And we win in the end. <laughs> um, so, you know, we're not fighting for victory. We're fighting from victory. And I'm grateful for that. And so we can take joy in the journey, no matter how difficult it gets. Um, there's joy in this thing because our Savior is, is on the throne and He rules and reigns. He's in control and, and He's faithful. And uh, we can find strength with each step, with every heartbeat. God gives His perfect strength. And and also his uh, his all-sufficient grace. I think 
I think, Larry, you might have referenced that this morning. Now, that seemed like it was yesterday, 4.30 this morning. Uh, you, you may have referenced that uh, about God's grace and about His strength, and, and it's perfect. And the Bible says that when we pray, we will find grace and we will find strength to help in our time of need. And I'm glad that it doesn't say that we might find that, but it's absolutely there, His grace and His strength to help us in our time of need. So that's why I love Wednesday night. I love prayer time, our prayer meeting because uh, maybe there's times here at, at a midweek uh, time like this where, uh, where we need God's grace and we need His strength. and We need it if, even if we don't think we do, and I'm grateful that it's available, and, and prayer makes a difference. So I'm grateful that we can gather tonight and uh, give the Lord praise. And uh, I just wonder as we begin, as always, I like to start a prayer meeting off by giving God praise because it reminds us you know, of how great He is and who it is that we're trusting in. Uh, we adore the Lord, uh, great Creator, and um, that's who it is that we're praying to. And He answers prayer, and God is always good. So I just praise His name, and I just wonder, does anyone have a word of praise on your heart tonight? While I get my coffee. thankful for the encouragement and uh, reminder of God's faithfulness and, and the strength that we find and I, I pray that's what Wednesday night's all about and as we pray we, we look to God and anytime we pray I don't think any of us would say that after I'm finished praying I wish I hadn't had you know or I didn't that didn't do me any good you know um, and it does us more good than we realize and God is faithful there's always his his uh his all-sufficient grace that's there to sustain us and to get us through. And we rob ourselves of that blessing when we don't pray. And I just realized, Brian, that I don't have my, my mic, so I'll just stay with this one here. Um, but anybody else tonight? Thank you, Elaine. Appreciate that. Glad y'all were here. way it ought to be it really really should be that way yeah the encouragement we get from each other we have like faith in the lord and sometimes we get beat up by the world and it's just good to gather like this to be reminded just gathering together we're reminded that we believe in the lord and we have a hope in god and you know just like we we just sang about you know the road's going to be hard but we win in the end simply because of jesus in us it's not if but when and so we remind each other about that every time we gather. That's what it's all about. So I'm thankful for that. Anybody else? Word of praise. I'm grateful for our, our men's prayer group. We had a wonderful meeting this morning, and it's just great to get together and pray, call on God's name and, and uh, several needs. And, and uh, you know, we're praying for our uh, outdoor worship service on the lawn. and being outside and pray that God will use that praying for uh, you know for salvation and we're praying for for good weather Lord willing we'll um, maybe the rain will uh, 
uh, will come on through and, and allow us to be out there in the afternoon or, or in the in the morning maybe it'll you know come through or either it'll wait and come through after we're done whichever but um, but you know we're praying uh, for uh, for that this sun this uh, Sunday so um, so, so thankful for prayer and let's let's begin tonight let's call on the Lord and ask God to help us tonight as we begin Heavenly Father Lord Jesus we give you praise tonight Lord we are grateful for who you are and Lord I just thank you for the sunshine outside and and Lord for how you care for us and you're so good to us Lord we can't even begin to comprehend your goodness and Lord your grace and your love and so we just want to pause right now Lord and just say thank you Lord we do stand in awe of you Lord for your your uh, marvelous works and for your amazing grace and love and I pray you'll help us tonight dear Lord and I pray you'll bless us and I thank you Lord for our students as they're going out canvassing this community to give out flyers about this coming Sunday I pray that you'll put a hedge protection about each and every one of them and Lord I pray that you will use them that their paths would cross with someone that that needs it God that they perhaps would be here and that they would join us on Sunday and so but we thank you for that Lord thank you for our kids that are meeting as well and and as they learn about missions and mission friends and just pray you'll bless and, and help us tonight Lord those of us that are here those of us watching online I pray that you will teach us and help us and encourage us Lord as only you can and we thank you in Jesus name amen well let's look at second uh, Thessalonians second Thessalonians uh, chapter 2 and uh, this is uh, you know really first uh, Thessalonians is is about the uh, about the rapture of the church and and then the second Thessalonians has to do with with uh, the second coming of, of Christ with the church back uh, back to the earth and um, it deal it gives us some answers about the uh, about the end times and uh, so I want us to to look at uh, at chapter 2 second Thessalonians chapter 2 and uh, this is about the the great apostasy you know we know that that's a sign of the end times uh, the falling away and and so um, you'll be encouraged tonight as we as we read this and you know uh, we read about the end times and it's not intended to scare us or to make us fearful uh, if we're believers in Christ uh, we have a hope and we win in the end just like we just sang about you know we're going to say goodbye world goodbye and we'll leave this world we'll be forever with the Lord and and um, and we'll have the victory and so that ought to be a day that we look forward to uh, when uh, the trumpet sounds and we go be with Jesus and then we're going to be with him and rule and reign with him uh, when he comes back to the earth and what a glorious day and even a reunion day that it's going to be and and so the question tonight that we're going to seek to answer is who will you worship you know think about that every one of us I mean we're made to worship something there's a void in every one of our hearts and you know we can worship things of this world uh, we can even worship the creation but better yet we can worship the creator the one who is alone is worthy the one who uh, we saw this in Colossians uh, chapter 1 this morning with our men's prayer group that uh, Jesus is God and everything that we need we find in him and uh, he is the great creator and he made us uh, and he made us for himself and, and that is our ultimate purpose so I just begin tonight by reminding us that we can worship anything anything can be an idol but there's only one that's worthy and uh, there's one that desires to be worshipped, and that's the devil himself. And we'll see that here with the Antichrist and, and uh, how Satan desires uh, to be worshipped. 
But again, there's only one that's worthy. And I remind you about that. And, uh, and then we're going to close out with, uh, with verse 4 here in 2 Thessalonians. And, um, and then we'll be, uh, we'll be reminded of, uh, of, of, how, um, of how we uh, remember that, um, that, that the Lord is worthy and that he alone is, is he's, he's, this, my glasses broke. I wonder what, what was happening here. How did that happen? Something, something failed, and I thought, well, I had something else in there, and, and um, I wonder if this, this will still help. I'm, I'm left-eye dominant, so that's good. I mean, look, look at that right there. Um, <laughs> but, um, but, but anyway, um, um, let's look at this tonight. Uh, the Antichrist will desire to be worshipped, and, and there, will be, there will come that, that great apostasy uh, when, when he will, will sit on the throne as God, and he'll show himself that he is God. Um, and and it makes us it makes us question, um, you know, should we worship the Antichrist? Should we worship the devil? Should we worship the things of the world? And all of all of us would say absolutely not. But um, but let's think about that question tonight. And so we begin in um, in verse one. Let's go back up to verse one. Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him so you know paul begins he's, he, he reminds us that we're going to there's that, that time that we're going to gather together uh, with the lord jesus christ and and uh, of course the rapture we're going to be with him um, we'll we'll be here and then we'll not be here that quick that in the twinkling of an eye the the trumpet of god will sound and we'll leave this world and we'll be with him uh, i got to close this eye <laughs> uh, not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled either by the uh, by spirit or by word or by letter as it as if from us as though the day of Christ had come let no one deceive you by any means for that day will not come unless what the falling away comes first and the man of sin is revealed now who are we talking about there who's the man of sin that will be revealed the antichrist that's right so there's the we know that uh, that concerning the the uh, time that we're going to go be with Christ, we'll gather together with Christ. Um, look at verse two: not soon to be shaken in mind or troubled either by spirit or by word or letter, as as if from us, as though the day of Christ had had come, as though you know, as though we had missed it. You know, uh, verse three says, "Let no one deceive you." And here's the sign: uh, the, the day will not come unless the falling away comes first. So I just wonder tonight, what are some signs of the falling away, you know, that that you would share? What are some ideas and some things that come to mind when you think about uh, the day that we live and that would be characteristic of, of the falling away? What's that? Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's it's interesting that um, you know the devil wants to be worshipped, and of course we know that uh, Lucifer uh, was an archangel, and when he was in heaven, um, he did not want to worship and serve God. He wanted to be worshipped, and he wanted to be served. So uh, so the Lord cast him out of heaven, and he and about a third of the angels, and uh, and so uh, they did not, you know, comply with what. The purpose for what they were created for 
uh, they had a they had a will, a free will to, to choose, and so they chose, and so they have to live forever with those consequences. And God cast them out of heaven, and and so it's kind of similar to us as humans. Of course, uh, for us, you know, we Adam and Eve sinned and rebelled against God. Uh, we we you know we disobeyed, and and so today, you know, we man wants really to to be God we want to call the shots we want to be in charge and so we can do that we have free will God will certainly let us do that but with that comes the same consequences just as it was true for Lucifer and for the demons and for those that rebelled against God and and so the question is who's on my throne tonight am I on the throne you know do I want to be God of my life and do my own thing and live my own way or do I understand that I was created by God and for God? I was created to love God and serve and worship God. And so that's the question. Who am I going to worship? You know, the, the devil, the Lucifer, and the demons, they made their choice. But here's the thing about Lucifer and the demons. They have no hope. They're forever damned, separated from God. But, but God showed grace and mercy to us. I mean, we rebelled against God. And even though we rebelled against God, God didn't throw away the clay, so to speak. I would have. If I make something that doesn't turn out like I want it, I'm going to throw it out. But God said no. And in eternity past, and I remember you praying this this morning, Larry. Uh, in eternity past, God had a plan for us. And, and God, God's plan is salvation through Christ. And Jesus willingly um, came to the cross for you and me. So we have hope. There's hope. If man could only realize that today, there's hope. But we don't have to go the way of the world. We don't have to worship ourselves. You know, we can worship the one who made us, and that's our very purpose. Of course, we're blinded to that, and it takes the Spirit of God to open our eyes that we need the Lord. And so God does His work and opens our eyes, and then we have a choice. You know, am I going to repent? And repentance is just simply, you know, making up my mind that I'm going to turn, turn from my sin and my way. I'm going to dethrone myself, and I'm going to surrender to Christ, and I'm going to seek God's forgiveness. And when I do that, I wave the white flag, and I surrender to Him. And I say, Lord, I'm yours. It's not about me. It's all about you. And so I make the choice that I'm going to worship and serve God. And so let's look here. The devil is a copycat. And, um, and so let's look at verse, uh, let's see, verse 3. Uh, Let no one deceive you. For that day will not come unless there's a falling away first. Men will be lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. Now that's that's just me. That's that's another from another verse of scripture, but that's another sign of the falling away. We love ourselves. We want to worship ourselves, just like just like Lucifer, just like um, the devil did. And of course, the Antichrist is going to come, and uh, and and we'll see that. Uh, also, the falling away um, will happen. And I, I'll tell you another sign of the of the apostasy or the falling away. Look how empty the church is right now. Um, I remember 20 years ago on Wednesday night. Wednesday night was a big deal. Uh, you just you just made plans. You just you came to church. Now, obviously, there might be times that you couldn't have come, but um, Wednesday night was just as important as Sunday was almost. I mean, it was. Uh, I remember, um, and I said 20 years ago. I, I remember going uh, at, at 6:30. We'd have a, a Wednesday night meal, and and I mean there was there was a there was as many people on Wednesday night that we now have on Sunday morning, you know. 
and you would go and eat the meal and, and you would enjoy that and then you'd go to prayer meeting or worship or the youth would go to youth or kids would go to kids and 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 it was we made it a priority just like kelly like you did you know you went to you went and got the meal and and uh, you know you didn't have time and you and you uh you had a picnic outside just waiting for the doors to open and and you made it a priority and praise god for that the lord will bless you for that but that don't happen today anymore the least little thing gets us out of church and instead you know it used to be that we would tell our coaches or we or we would tell you know our our uh, group that we were going to meet with i'm sorry but i got revival that night or i'm sorry uh, I can't I can't work over because I got revival or I've got v, VBS right or it's Wednesday night I got to be no we don't do that we don't even think twice about it we just tell the church I can't and the least little thing gets us out we put the church on the back burner what's happening well it's a sign of the time it's the falling away that that's taking place we're seeing it right before uh, our very eyes the the falling away and um, and then the man of sin is revealed and that's the antichrist uh, the son of perdition and notice this he uh, opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he, here it is sits as God in the temple of God showing himself that he is God and then, and then he questions in verse 5 you don't remember well, when I was with you I, I told you these things so, um, so Jesus said he who has seen me has seen the Father in John chapter 14 and verse 9. Um, and, and that goes right along with the express image of God, Paul says in Colossians 1 that we looked at in our men's prayer group this morning. You know, when you see Jesus, you've seen God. He's the express image of God. So in the same way, the Antichrist can say the same thing. He is of his Father. Who's the Antichrist's Father? The devil. And, um, and so just as Jesus Christ was God in human flesh, the Antichrist will be the devil in human flesh. And he will be able to say, he who has seen me has seen the Father. You see, how, you see the copycat there? You know, God has the Trinity, and then here it is, Satan. You have, you have the devil and, and the Antichrist. And, of course, in Revelation, you know, you'll have, you'll have the false prophet and the, you know, the Antichrist and... and um, and, and the beast and, and so uh, he's, a, he's a copycat but he's, he only, he's just that he's not the real deal he wants to be but he's not he wants to be worshipped and, um, and so in the same way the Antichrist can say if you've seen me you've seen my father which is the devil Satan desires to be worshipped that's why uh, he, he is no longer the archangel and he, he did not want to uh, be obedient to the Lord and serve God and worship God. He wanted to be worshipped. And he will receive that worship through the Antichrist when the Antichrist steps on the scene. And so, um, you know, I don't want to get too deep in this tonight because that's another sermon for another time. But, um, but you have the rapture. The trumpet of God's going to sound. The dead in Christ will rise and those of us that are alive and remain will be called up together to be with the Lord. And we'll be forever with the Lord. The church the church will be, you know, snatched away, or the church will be will be called up. Uh, the parousia in the Greek, the you know, will be it's the, the catching away. The trumpet sounds, and we're gone. We're out of here. And uh, and those that have died in Christ, their bodies will will precede us, and and their bodies will will be reunited with their spirit. They'll have glorified bodies, and then those of us that are alive will uh, will join them in the air. So that's the rapture, and then during the rapture, there's there's seven there's a period of seven years. 
And uh, three and a half years is pretty much going to be a time of peace, the tribulation period. But that last three and a half years was, is going to be the great tribulation uh, period. And, um, and so uh, Satan desires to be worshipped. And, and uh, after the rapture, the Antichrist will step on the scene. And oh, he'll be a smooth talker. And he'll have all the answers. And everybody's going to believe what he says. And they're going to be, they're going to be drawn in. And he'll make such promises. But guess what he's going to do? He's a liar and, and, a, and a deceiver. And all those promises he made, all of a sudden you better take the mark of the beast. If you don't take that mark, it's going to be off with your head. And in the great tribulation period, you won't be able to buy groceries. And, and you, you think about uh, you know, uh, these, the technology they're talking about putting in, in, your, in your skin that, that will scan. It'll be kind of that same way. You know, you, if you don't take that, you're not going to be able, and it'll identify who you are, but you will not be able to, to purchase groceries and, and, and be able, the Antichrist is going to, you know, he'll require that. And, and the blood's going to flow and it's going to be a, it'll be a literal hell on earth. It'll be worse than we can ever imagine. That great tribulation period and the Antichrist, you know, will desire uh, to be worshipped uh, during that time. And uh, in, in 2 Thessalonians uh, 2 and verse 4, Paul tells us that the Antichrist will sit in the temple considering himself as God. I mean, what an abomination that he will sit in the, in the temple that was, that was designed for the worship of the true and living God. But he's going to sit there desiring uh, uh, to be worshipped as, as God. The devil has always desired and wanted to be worshipped. And all people were made to worship. We, we really are. The question for us tonight is who and what will we worship you know every, every one of us the, the question is that we need to consider who are we worshiping what are we worshiping and there's a what are things people worship let's just take some feedback here what are things that people worship yeah money what else popularity friendships boyfriend girlfriend um, ego yeah self pride I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, we know that a, an idol is anything that we put before God. But here's the thing about an idol. It will always break the heart of its worshiper. But you know who won't break your heart? The only one worthy, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so Satan will desire to be worshipped. Or, you know, through the Antichrist, the Antichrist will desire to be worshipped. So here's, here's a couple of questions as we close before we take some prayer requests. What are some markers that tell us what people worship? in their lives you know, what is it what are some markers that you see in people's lives that tell us what they worship what? possession calendar what else time bank account yeah you know I can I can say I love Jesus and, and it's great to say that because we know we ought to say that but if my actions don't match up my words, my actions reveal the markers there of what perhaps I even worship. And, you know, we can worship not necessarily bad things. I mean, we think of an idol being a golden calf, right? But I could even worship my kids and my family, make my life all about them. And, and I love my family. I love my kids, but they aren't God. You know, I, and it's great to make money. What a blessing. You know, we can, we can earn a living and and, um, and, and work hard and, and have things and all of that's a blessing 
um, but we need to worship the the blesser, not the not the blessings. You know, it's from God's hands, and we we need to always remember that. Um, also, though we may never say that we worship anything other than God, I mean that's that's right. I mean we would say, oh, I don't worship. God is the only one worthy. I worship God. Though we would never say we worship anything other than God, what in our life would we have the hardest time letting go if God asked us to? You know, what might that indicate? Maybe we got a death grip on it because, you know, it's like the rich young ruler. He asked about, he inquired about salvation. And, and Jesus knew his heart. And he knew this is what is sacred to this man. And so he told him to get rid of what was sacred. And he hung his head and walked away sad because he, he just he couldn't do it. That, that was what was sacred. That's what he was worshiping. So what's sacred to us? A lot of things could be. And I know that we would say, I, I don't put anything before God, but what, what is it that we would have the hardest time letting go of if God asked us? And it might just reveal that we might worship that. And so it's something to think about. Um, and I pray that maybe... You know, what we would do is we'd make a list. We'd consider maybe to be the highest values in our life. What is it that's the highest value? And then we would, t- we would spend time reflecting on that list and seeking to submit each item before the Lord. God, this is, this is most important. And I'm not telling you that because you don't know it, but I'm, I'm acknowledging it. God, this is so important to me, and I have to confess that, that I, I need to give it to you. And I let go of it. You know, and I surrender to you, and I don't want anything to come between me and you because you're number one. So, um, so think about that. You know, as we read here in Second Thessalonians chapter two, and about the apostasy and the Antichrist steps on the scene, and how he wants to be worshipped. He wasn't created to be worshipped, but that's what he wants. What are things you know in our life that maybe we're worshiping that we shouldn't worship? And and what about us? You know, we we're worshiping something too, and I pray that we can say that it's the Lord. Heavenly Father, I thank you again, Lord, for your word, and it is true, and I pray that we would apply it to our life. We'd not just be hearers, but we'd be doers of the word. Change us, help us, Lord Jesus. We know that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. um, How's Alex doing? Is he hanging in there? Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, let's let's remember. Uh, let's continue to pray for uh, Barry Chapel as he recovers from his heart surgery, and Cindy Lawrence. Uh, continue to remember her, um, and uh, also uh, continue to remember uh, Susan Bolding, and she's still, you know, having some eye. She had some eye surgeries, and things are not clear just yet. And, and the bright light. She told me Sunday the chandelier is just really, you know, real sensitive there. And so just continue to pray for. Um, uh, for for Susan uh, Bolding, and uh, and then uh, also uh, remember Bob and Kathy Collins. Uh, I'm grateful for the good news that um, seems like things are better in that, and and we've been praying for that. Uh, we were thinking this morning of things that we've been praying for, and God has answered those prayers, and that's always a blessing. And and um, also our graduates, uh, we honored our graduates Sunday and. Uh, and then Sunday's going to be a going to be a great day, and uh, looking forward to our, our worship on the lawn. I know that there's a chance of rain, and and if it was, uh, if it does rain, 
then uh, then we'll just move everything inside uh, if that happens. But Lord willing, we'll be outside and and uh, be able to enjoy that. Um, but you know, as I've been praying, Lord, if it glorifies you more for us to be inside, that's what we want. We want God to be glorified. Uh, but we sure would like to be outside too, if that if the Lord permits that. So uh, praying for that, praying for visitors to come, and once again, our youth are currently right now uh, giving out flyers and I pray that their path would cross with someone that needs that and that God would use that and then our community as they hear the worship I pray that uh, that God will use that as well so just remember this Sunday also baccalaureate is Sunday night at six o'clock and uh, praying for evangelist Steve Hale he'll be here and we'll be uh, sharing the gospel and all their graduates will get a, a Bible uh, the Gideons will present them with that and uh, so we just pray that God will use that It'll be a, a time of celebration, a special time, but perhaps a time that these graduates come to the crossroads of making the most important decision in their life. So praying for Steve Hale, praying for the uh, praise band that will be here, and, and for all those that will be here. Family will be here, and, um, and so pray that God will be glorified uh, in that. And, um, and then um, we have uh, preschool graduation. Let me find it. I really, I really want, to, want you to see this. If I can find it. Ah. Well, I'm sorry. I, I thought I had it. I'll find it when I when I get up. Uh, Mia um, Cummings, uh, Teresa's little girl. Oh, here it is. There it is. She sent me her. Uh, her graduation announcement and so uh, she's moving to kindergarten is the theme and uh, so I'm, I'm so thankful she's you know Teresa's daughter are also our administrative assistant so I have a little assistant that comes in and, and helps me as well and uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do when she goes to kindergarten next year but uh, but anyway um, you know uh, so precious and it'll be a it'll be on Friday night this year uh, Normally it would be Sunday night, but since we're hosting baccalaureate, uh, Teresa graciously uh, got with the parents and they uh, they scheduled it for the 27th. So um, that'll be on a Friday night. So just remember uh, that as well. And uh, I love our preschool and their families and appreciate Teresa and Brandy. They do such a great job. And so uh, just remember that as well. And then Mission Week, uh, June 13th through the 17th. And... Uh, we have a, a packing day planned for June the 1st, and the reason for that is we have so many care packages. We've had a great response, and you know Doug has shared about that. I think six or seven uh, different uh, nursing homes, and we'll be going and ministering to them, and each resident is going to get a care package, and, and so uh, that'll be around 600 care packages. So, so that'll be in a, in a few weeks. We'll, we'll have a, a packing party for that, and... Uh, appreciate all those that'll be a part of mission week coming up on june 13th and and then vacation bible school july 5th through 8th we want to continue to pray as uh as we prepare and appreciate those that are willing to to teach and volunteer and serve in vacation bible school uh looking forward to that it's just always a great time the crafts and and uh um, the uh the bible stories the songs i think i saw you doing some motions over there donna getting ready maybe for some of the songs maybe but uh uh, but anyway, it's it's just a special time, and, and uh, the snacks, all of it, it's just great. The crafts, and uh, most importantly, we pray that the boys and girls will learn about Jesus, and, and maybe God will speak to 
to some boy or little girl's heart. They might come to know the Lord as their personal Lord and Savior. But uh, those things are coming up. We want to remember that. Also, uh, the 29th is Gideon Sunday. We're going to have a Gideon speaker that will be with us on the 29th. And, uh, and we'll be sharing about the good work the Gideons do getting the Word of God out. Uh, billions of copies of God's Word has been given out uh, through the Gideons. And it's a powerful ministry. And so uh, that will be on the 29th. And then June 5th, um, Rick Groover, missionary Rick Groover is going to be with us. And I hadn't been able to talk with him. Um, um, they're, uh, they're, doing, they're busy doing a lot of uh, great work right now. And, and he said he'd be available tomorrow. So going to be finalizing, getting with him about the 5th. And it's always special having Rick with us. And uh, so looking forward to that. And, and, of course, Rick will be here on the 5th. And, uh, and then that will, uh, you know, that will lead us uh, to our, uh, our mission week. So we have kind of a missions emphasis in the first few weeks of, of June. So uh, let's remember them. And, uh, and then uh, remember we have uh, our shut-ins to be in prayer for, uh, E.J. Washington and Gene Watson and Jane Pratt. We want to remember them. They're at different facilities and praying for them. Uh, Sue Bolding, as I mentioned, and also Mary Carty, Frank Kolb. Then you remember them in prayer. And Sheila Galbraith and Ruth Traber and Patsy Morris. Also Jesse Smith and uh, Mac and Carolyn McAllister. Want to continue to remember our shut-in, and and uh, I'm sure we'll we'll try to make some visits during Mission Week. Maybe to try to visit with some of them as well. I know, uh, I believe Jane Pratt is at uh, one of the homes we'll be going to, and uh, and so I'm I'm grateful, you know, for that. And of course, you know, the lunch on Thursday of Mission Week, uh, the Young at Heart will be invited. And speaking of that, I had a wonderful time with Young at Heart yesterday. We went to. Uh, the Hare and the Hound in, uh, in Landrum and did some shopping and just a great time. So um, I appreciate the, uh, the trip that we had yesterday and, and uh, kind of hot, got kind of warm on us, uh, but um, we, we really enjoyed it and I'm grateful for, uh, for that time together. But any other uh, prayer requests tonight? Okay, that's Elaine's sister, Alice, and she'll have surgery at 8.30 in the morning, so we want to be sure to lift her up to the Lord tonight as we pray. I know we have some folks online watching, so if you have any prayer requests, go ahead and share those with us, because I'd like to share it with our group as we pray tonight. Anybody else tonight? Going to the hospital? Let's remember Brian's niece. What's her name? Okay. Let's remember Olivia in the hospital. Want to pray for her? Anybody else? All right. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer. And uh, thank you again for being here. And uh, appreciate those of you that join us online. I see Bobby Jackson has an unspoken request. So. If you'll please, uh, we want to pray for that unspoken request. And uh, and then I uh, appreciate all those that, that have joined us online. And let's all join our hearts together as we pray. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you in Jesus' name, the name above every name. God, we exalt you and praise you. And I pray, Lord, that we would make sure 
that we're not worshiping anything or anybody else but you alone. You alone are worthy. God, you won't break our heart like anything else that we choose to worship. We were made for you, by you, and for you. So help us, Lord Jesus. And I ask God that you would just be with these names that's been mentioned. Uh, we pray uh, for Elaine's sister, Alice, that will be having surgery in the morning. I pray that you will guide the surgeons and the doctors, and we lift them up to you. And, and, uh, and we just pray for a successful procedure, dear Lord. And pray for Brian's niece, uh, for Olivia tonight. God, we lift her up to you as well. Ask God that you would uh, be merciful and, and help uh, her as well. And, and for the unspoken request, Lord, for, for Bobbery and for all of us, God, that have unspoken requests, Lord, I thank you that you're faithful and able. And we look to you, Lord, for your guidance and, and for your help and strength and for your grace, Lord, that we need. And, and we pray, Lord, for this Sunday. Uh, we look forward to worshiping outside on the lawn. I pray that you will be glorified and that lives will be changed. We ask in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining us tonight.